Hey everyone, Patrick Donahoe here. Before we get started with this episode, I wanted to let you in on uh, something I'm going to be doing toward the end of January, uh, specifically January 20th and 21st. It is Jason Hartman's annual Meet the Masters event, which is in Irvine, California. If you are close or if you want to travel, definitely check out the event. It's going to be an awesome two days uh, filled with speakers that specialize in areas such as real estate investment, wealth building, uh, and of course, I'm going to be speaking as well. You can register by going to www.jasonhartman.com. Now, space is limited, so I think there's just a, a few few tickets left. So if you are interested, definitely go again to jasonhartman.com and register today. This is the Wealth Standard Podcast, the gold standard in all things financial. Hi, everyone. This is Patrick Donahoe of the Wealth Standard Podcast, and I am here with Chunga. Hey. And we're on episode 178, and, you know, we may lose a few listeners after this one, right? Uh, we're gonna, well, yeah, we'll, you're we'll really fired up today. <laughs> well, really no, I, fired up today. I wouldn't say fired up. I'm fired up because you're here. I'm excited to be here. We've got a brand new year. Uh, that is now officially underway. Yeah. 2016 was not a great year for either one of us. Yeah. Can I just tell you? It was great because I, I got to come here. Yeah. And there, there were a lot of gems in 2016, but the year overall was not yeah. fantastic. But that's, you know, that, that gives us the opportunity to, you know, all you can go is up from the bottom, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that sounded ominous and, and, and pretty cool. like optimistic at the same I, time. But we, I was thinking we need to change, we need to change your, your podcast name. We, we, from, we gotta make it like, we gotta make it, financial somehow so, so we do you... we do how about chachunga like instead of like <laughs> cha-ching do we need all right sound bite. We, need, we need to put a market there <laughs> cha-ching we need, we need to do the cash register cha-ching okay maybe we can just add it in and post chunga uh, uh, no okay <laughs> i gave it a shot no it's it well it was worth a try i know i kind of uh it's funny because i i was talking to somebody downstairs who was uh interested in signing up and being a client at paradigm life yeah. and one of our people in business development was talking to them and he said come over here come over here he says this guy signed up because uh he was listening to the well standard podcast and i asked him i said is there anybody else here that you know aside from patrick donahoe that you'd like to talk to and he said chunga <laughs> I listen to him on the Wall Standard podcast. So you know, dude, you're so that's the thing. See that it's working. Chunga, Chunga could could be a currency too. It really that could, could be a name for a currency. Like yeah, it's dollar. fourteen Chunga. It's fourteen Chunga. Yeah, if you would like these uh, flip flops, it's fourteen Chunga. Oh jeez. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, let's get on. Let's get on. To, let's get on topic. Yeah. All Happy right. New Year, by the way. Yeah. Same. And uh, and we all missed you while you were away in Mexico celebrating the holidays. And well, I was in yeah. Denver. It's close enough. Well, you, you went to Mexico. Lieb was in Mexico. Oh, Lieb was in Lieb? I went to Me- We went to Mexico and to visit my family in uh, uh, right before Thanksgiving. Oh, that's right. Yeah. When did you go? You went to Mexico before that. That's right. You're in Denver. We're going to talk about that's going to be part of the topic today because we're going to talk about the Mexican auto plant. Yeah, it's going to be that's going to be a fun it's one. Big news, man. You, yeah, it's well, it's interesting. It's, it's interesting huge. News. It's you. Yeah, it's huge. Well, next two weeks are going to be interesting. I uh, I can't I don't know about you Pat but I am 
glued to the news. Really? I have news alerts set up on my Apple Watch. I just, any little bit of news that I can get about what's happening in D.C. right now, I just, I can't get enough of it. Well, just the disruption, I think, is, is going to be, it's going to be interesting. I think a lot of people are on, on, on edge. Uh, yeah. I think it's going to be really interesting to see what happens with, uh, you know, with, with Mexico. But let's, let's kind of get into this, this news topic. Cause I, I posted on our, we have a, like a, uh, so Facebook has these new like business sites, okay, and they're calling it Workplace. I don't know if they launched it to the public yet, but we were part of a beta group. I don't think they have. Yeah, I think you can, you're being very humble, by the way. You were selected. You and your team were selected by Facebook mm-hmm. out of thousands of applicants yep. to be a beta test corporation for this thing workplace yep. and paradigm life was picked to do this and we couldn't have been more honored and, what's and co- it's working great yeah it's, oh it's i love it and what's cool is that so we like i, I last year i was looking at like a, a community how is there a community that will we can post stuff and we can i mean kind of like a facebook yeah and it was hundreds of thousands of dollars i was like what's and it's just ridiculous. Why? I have no Why idea. Why is it that much? Money? I don't know. Supply and demand, the amount of data. I, I have no idea. But but uh-huh. Facebook, the 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 price for a business to use, like it's basically a face. It's your own Facebook for a business. It's, but it's completely internal. It's in, completely internal. So you can post. You have you know messaging. You have video. Uh, you have um, you put pictures and I mean literally you, you everything. Know what it reminded gr- groups, me of? polls, everything. When you first brought this to my attention and you were talking to me about this, it was a very hush hush secret thing. Mm-hmm. And you said, well, it's Facebook. It runs like Facebook. It's not Facebook. Uh, the first thing I thought of was the soldiers in Afghanistan and the troops in Afghanistan, they control their drones and they control a lot of the things that they do with an Xbox One controller. Yeah. And the reason they do that is because that's what these kids know. Yeah. They've been using it since they were eight. Mm-hmm. They, they know and they understand it. And so when you brought this up, I thought, well, this is just brilliant because everybody knows Facebook. Yeah. What a great way to communicate internally. And the shift, the the no pun intended paradigm shift yeah. that we've gone through. Nobody texts anybody anymore yeah. here internally. It's all just done or through e- workplace. Or email, right? There's no email. Yeah, yeah it's, it's all it, done through workplace, and it's awesome. And it's yeah, it's been it's been amazing. But what's going to be cool is that I think any bit you can go on to it's like it's like workplace.facebook.com I think, but or just type in workplace Facebook and it'll come up. But I think you can sign up and be notified when it goes live. Maybe it's live right now. I don't know, but the cost is eventually going to be just insanely inexpensive, and it's a per yeah. user. But I think it's like th- three bucks a month per user, right? Per or per employee, yeah. which is compared to like setting up your own community yeah when you look at the alternative gosh yeah so it's like slack or all these other kind of you know things that businesses are using to keep in touch with one another this thing is going to revolutionize business i'm so anyway i posted on there came to the point of why we brought up this all right there is a point i promise uh but we you know the we i posted some articles that i was you know seeing on uh on different news sites yeah uh, about you know mexico about the pension issues and you know about 401ks i mean i we we are collaborating yeah yeah. some really cool collaboration we can do on on uh, on our group so this so this one was in relation to you know what what ford announced uh, about a week ago which is they they uh uh, canceled plans for like a one point something billion dollar car plant yeah. uh, down in Mexico. That's here's right. the here's the funny thing. So Cynthia, my wife, her uh, her uncle uh, has worked for Ford for for several decades, and he travels all over the world. Uh, and he was managing. Uh, well, he's one of the managers of the plant in Hermosillo, and he was actually. Uh, 
you know, tagged to go to uh, San Luis Portosi, which is the new location where this plant was the supposed big, to be. Moved his family. State of the art. He's been down there. And then, so it's been, he was going to run it. So it was basically all canceled, you know, and so it's been interesting. I haven't really. So I how is he taking this? Because that, that could go one of two ways. Yeah. It's, oh, hey, they're going to send me to a different plant. It's no big yeah. deal. Or they're going to lay him off completely and he's devastated. So and... I haven't talked to him. I've seen some of the kind of back and forth on, on Facebook and mm-hmm. he, uh, so essentially, yeah, they're, they're taking, I believe it's like the Ford Fusion, which was going to be part of the plant down there. Yep. Uh, because they were moving it from a different plant in Mexico, as I understand. Yeah, they were doing that, but they also, they were adding like electric, like the electric vehicles. There's and, going to be a big push, yeah. not only by Ford, but by a lot of uh, yeah, the, the, the main automakers for electric cars. Oh yeah, Ford's so. like committed like I think four or five billion dollars to uh, doing that by by 2020, having mm-hmm. you know full on uh, electric cars. So so yeah, so they're gonna you know they're gonna move some of the production to back to Hermosillo. So they're gonna they they do like a lot of the Lincoln cars there. I mean, it's, okay. it's, a, it's like a it's like a city that that plant is is it's mammoth ginormous. I mean it's yeah. it's insane how big it is. Uh, but they're gonna move it back there and they're gonna hire you know hire more workers but they're going to move uh, or they're going to essentially you know reallocate funds to invest uh in uh in Michigan so they're going to add basically the manufacturing of these cars in in Michigan well it is it is kind of an interesting story there's there's a lot of different um smaller things that are not getting headlines as part of this yes there is still a ford plant in mexico mm-hmm. that is going to stay open yeah there's multiple um, ford plants yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah there's a couple of them yeah, yeah. and uh, and nobody's really talking about that mm-hmm. so i think a lot of people are of the opinion that ford is just shutting down their operation in mexico yep. and moving everything to michigan which yep. is not the case yeah. but well but get, trump's get, getting a lot of credit for he is and i don't and is I and mean, i've heard differing opinions it's like you know he's not even the president yet Right. But I think that he's, he's influencing that. But yeah, when people look at that and that's where, you know, I see both sides because obviously I have, you know, family member, family members, in-laws, yeah. right. That are part of one side. And I have, you know, you know, being the United business States. side is, but I, but I look at, you know, just from a purely economic standpoint, I think mm-hmm. individuals, you know, tend to come up with opinions and uh, be influenced based on non-economical factors. Oh, right. Always. Always. And, and it's more of like the class warfare and it's, you know, Mexicans are stealing jobs. It's that kind of like that type of conflict. The social status puts a person on one side versus the other, not because of economic reasons. Right. But because of more like, you know, popular opinion. Yep. Well, and that's and that's definitely what has happened here. And that's why I said that, which is, you know, Trump's getting an an awful lot of praise Mm -hmm. because he's bringing these, you know, these uh these new jobs into Michigan, 700 new jobs, by the way, which yeah. is wonderful. Yeah. Uh, but there, there are still going to be a, a lot of auto production. There is still going to be a lot of auto production happening in Mexico. Yeah. And I think, you know, and 700 is not a lot. I mean, that's, you know, that's, uh, it's less than a point. I think it's like point zero something percent. Yeah. Right. Of, of everyone that's employed. Right. In the United States. But, but also you have to, you have to really look at just the, the mentality going to the economic perspective because, and this is, I mean, I think we can, ro- we can wrap uh, the minimum wage into it, right? Which is all oh, we mm-hmm. should, people, they should increase the minimum, minimum wage. And, you know, you look at the reason why and, and everybody understands that, which is what well, people want to get paid it's, more. It's another matter of the heart that you're yeah, talking about. Yeah. Right. But here it's, you know, you have to look at the nature of, of a company. Okay. The nature of a company is that if it's not profitable, it's out of business. Okay. Yeah. And especially a big company or a profitable a publicly company. publicly traded company. Exactly. If you start losing money, okay, people are going to sell your stock. And it's not like this person or that person. It's like it's, it's mutual funds. It's pension funds. 
Well, I was say, it, goes, it goes a little bit further than that. It's it's not even really about losing money. If you're just even breaking even. Yeah, oh, yeah. You have to be profitable. They're going to sell your stock. If you're not For growing, sure. they're going to sell your stock. Exactly. So that so that may, that begs the question, okay, well, you move jobs from Mexico to the United States. Okay. What that does is it potentially, I don't, I don't know the numbers yet because yeah. these guys aren't stupid. I mean, they know what they're doing. Yeah. And most of all, yeah. You know, so anyway, the, you move labor into the United States and it's a higher labor cost, right? And yep. so you look at moving because jobs from unions. China. Yeah. Unions and just like and just raw and just raw materials, well, minimum wage stuff, yeah. right? Because there it's probably a third of, mm-hmm. of the labor costs. And that's what you have to realize is that if, there, if there's higher costs, okay. Is it the corporation that's paying those hard costs? No, right? Someone else is paying for it. It's going to so, come in subsidies yeah. or it's going to come so somewhere they're, else. They're either going to get a subsidy, which right. comes from an increase in tax, okay, or they're going to be higher prices. Either way, guess who's paying for it? So uh, well, we are. <laughs> yeah, and that's where people don't realize is that when you when you have something that goes up in one place, there's something else that goes up too, and you don't know where that's going to be. But in this case, it's either going to be ta- taxes or it's going to be the actual price of the vehicle. Well, that's a big argument, and uh, you know the the opposing side to a lot of what Trump was saying uh, during the the election cycle was, well, you're going to be paying eight thousand dollars for an iPhone now if. If everything that he wants to change mm-hmm. because of the cost of labor and everything else, you're going to be paying a lot more for all of these products that you're not paying very much for. Yeah. Well, his his retort to that is, well, what we're going to do is we're going to take entitlements and we're going to take a lot of uh, pork spending that's happening in Washington. Mm-hmm. We're going to cut that mm-hmm. and we're going to reallocate it yep. somewhere else. Yep. So there's no additional money. There's no new taxes. There's no, there's mm-hmm. nothing like that that's taking place. However... Yep. Uh, we are going to have a lot more jobs in the United States. And yeah. if it works, if it works, this guy's going to be a genius. Yeah. And his popularity is going to soar and it's going to be great. Yep. Uh, but there is that that downside to what you're talking about, which is minimum wage, mm-hmm. which is insurance, which is uh, the cost of the actual product. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you've got to get those margins. You have you to. Have when to. you're you publicly traded, you you've got to have the margins. You have to have a profit margin. That's why, you know, McDonald's, if you, you know, 18 bucks an hour, whatever the minimum wage is uh, in, in, uh, in California, I mean, that's... That's, that's where McDonald's is like, okay, well, what do we need to do to to increase our revenue or decrease our costs, right? They were saying to a Big Mac it. was going to cost something like 13 bucks yeah. if they were going to do and that. And that's why there's kiosks. There's going to be, you know, it, basically the jobs that require a person's, you know, hands or manual labor. Sure. Those are, you know, those are essentially going to be replaced by technology, yeah. right? And they already are being replaced by technology. So you look at, you know, really why Detroit bankrupted and why it's because of, you know, a lot of these unions and the high labor costs associated, yeah. um, you know, with... You know, with, there's, man, there's with manufacturing, big, there's a lot of other stuff too. It but. makes me really, ha- it makes me really happy to see jobs going back to Michigan because I, I'm old enough to remember when Detroit was a pillar of capitalism. It was a oh, very yeah. wealthy city oh, and yeah. was the sparkling, you know, city on the hill kind of thing that everybody likes to reference now. Yep. Uh, there, th- yeah, there were a lot of factors. The politics of retribution, electing the wrong people, and then really dropping the hammer on a lot of these corporations that were in town at the time really, really screwed things up. But mm-hmm. uh, it does make me happy to see. It does make me happy to see somebody in Washington making some sweeping changes, even yeah. if it's. Uh, I don't want to demean this, and I know that there. It's going to sound like I am. Seven hundred jobs, like you said, is is not great. Yep. It, but it is a start. It tells a good and story so, too, and I think that gets is a lot of headlines because it's going to maybe influence other companies. But what I would say is, they're they're making a gamble, right? They're they're Very making so. they're placing a bet. Ford's placing a bet that 
uh, corporate taxes will go down, where they're allowed to maybe take uh, offshore profits and offshore capital and repatriate that for a very nominal, uh, a very low, uh, well, low let's, amount. Let's... They're, they're making that bet because I think if everything stayed the same and they brought jobs here, then there's going to be increasing, increasing prices. Ford has historically, if you, if you go read up on this, Ford has historically been, uh, to their credit, a little bit ahead of the curve of all of the global automakers. Pretty much, uh, when the bailout happened in 2008, Ford said, what? We don't want any government money. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think they were the only U.S. automaker that said, we don't want any money. Mm-hmm. I think they may have ended up taking a little bit eventually, but mm-hmm. they were the, also the first to pay it back, mm-hmm. if memory serves me correctly. Yep. So you have Trump, who is taking a look at a, at a fairly progressive company like Ford. Uh, Ford has come out and said, no, this wasn't Trump that, that made us they do this. Ford, yep. Ford has decided to do this on their own. I don't know if I believe that. Mm-hmm. I do think Trump had a hand in it. Yep. Uh, but now Trump has turned around. He's not even in office yet, as you said. Uh, but he has targeted Toyota and Nissan now, too, because they have huge plants in Mexico. Yeah. And has basically said, look, I'm, th- I'm throwing a 30% tariff. Uh, I'm calling it a border tax on every yeah. Nissan and Toyota that's yeah. built in Mexico. Well, the other thing, too, is they, the and that's, and that's where he has to be careful of because, and he, I think he does it because of talking points, but it's not like you can just target a company and say, you have to pay that tax and you don't. I mean, they have to, right. they have to, they have to, they, they can't, he can't necessarily do that blanket type of, uh, that blank type of tax or initiative. I mean, he has to do it across everyone. So, but yeah. it's more of like he's trying to send the message that listen, you need to put jobs in the I'm U.S. I'm putting a thirty percent border yeah. tax on everything yep. that comes. You yeah, know, my my thing, and, and who knows how this is going to play out. But just from an economic standpoint, it's just like, you know, you look at labor costs, bringing them, bringing them here. I, I just oh, don't. Oh, I know. There's, is that there's really, a lot. Is that really there's help? a lot of gray. Well, because there's a lot of because if you look at our economy right now, I mean. The, the the nature of you know having uh, help and labor abroad, okay, overseas, that's priced into our economy right now, okay. Right. All those jobs here is not priced in, and so what type of disruption is that going to occur, or is that going to create? We don't know. You don't know, and so that's that's where it's like it's it's going to create an imbalance. Who knows what the reaction is going to be? That's why you know other things will have to give. Or else people are not going to be buying Fords. They're not going to be buying other other goods if everything else stays the same. It, this is what it reminds me of. And this sounds dramatic, and forgive me, but it seems it, it almost seems like we have walked into a dark, spooky basement and decided to light a match. And we don't really know what's sitting out there in the periphery. You know, yep. we don't know what's in the shadows. We just said, hey, we're brave enough to light the match. Yeah. Now let's see what happens. Yeah, and that's, you know, so, and there's like, I think it was like yesterday they had that, that yesterday the day before they had that, that guy that got kidnapped and I didn't read much into it. But he was kidnapped and because he was a Trump supporter. And you oh, see in, that? Chicago. Yeah, guy in Chicago. Yeah, I don't even know. Was he a Trump supporter? Yeah, that's what, that's that what, what more or the headline said. was he just said. white? No, it was one of the headlines. Well, anyway, the Who point, knows? the point yeah. is, it's just like, there's a lot of like, yeah, unease yeah. with uh, with just our society in general. So once it actually takes hold, maybe that dissipates. Maybe it continues. Who who really knows? But I mean, there's going to be a lot of things that do that do change. So it's going to be it's going to be interesting. But let's let's kind of get all right. So let's kind of get into this this idea of you know uh, you know bringing jobs here. What's going to happen, and then we'll kind of tie it into uh, uh, where the, pension, you, the pension issue. Well, yeah, I was going to say, where do you want me to start? Because you know, with jobs here, there's. Yeah, there's uh, there's well, okay. So I would I would say you know when you have when you have to distinguish you know really the government or governments, uh, local you know municipal uh, state 
you have to distinguish them from for-profit companies. What do we call those? Do we, we don't call them public entities. We, we call them, what do we call those? I don't even know what we call those. Yeah, they're just local, local Two smart governments. guys that can't figure out what we call uh, a city corporation. What's well, a municipality? A municipality. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I, you look at, you know, you look at Ford and McDonald's and, you know, all, all the other for-profit companies out there, mostly publicly traded companies. Right. And they have to turn profits, period. If they don't turn a profit, they're out of business. Okay? Yep. The government does not necessarily have to do that. Uh, and that's why, you know, Detroit, that's why a lot of these, you know, state governments, federal governments, you know, they're, they're in some, they get a lot of, le- they get a lot of room. They yeah. get a lot of leeway to screw stuff up because well, nobody do, pays attention and to there's them. No, there's no profitability accountability, right? Right. Because they just, you know, they can run deficits. I mean, the, the federal government right now runs a half a trillion dollar deficit per year. Oh, my okay? gosh. So no company could do that and survive. Right. It, oh, does, no, it doesn't no, exist. No. Even those margins. Right. Where they're right. You know. Yeah. Anyway. So you look at the but bill- with the federal government. The worst thing you get is William Devane selling gold and telling everybody <laughs> it's, you know, that we're in a lot of debt. Uh, that's but, about as bad as it gets. But that's but that's what they can do. And I think that causes a lot of unintended consequences. And that's what's going on right now. I mean, you have this wave of older people that are retiring and a lot of them, you know, that worked for they were teachers or they worked for the government or they worked for the state. I mean, they, in their mind, because I know some, I've worked with some of them mm-hmm. uh, from, you know, a financial standpoint, uh, financial advising, but they, they basically, uh, you know, they stayed with that job instead of going into the private sector okay, yeah. because they got a pension. They, you know, they were willing to, to trade opportunity costs of going somewhere oh, else. Why wouldn't you? Exactly. So, and now, you know, they're getting their benefits cut. So the, the article that I sent out on Workplace was, you know, there was, there was these, uh, changes as far as a quarter is concerned where they can modify, uh, modify pensions. Okay? Yeah. And pension they did it in kind already, of a, a wonky kind of way, but it ended up cutting pensions by 60%. In some insane. of those cases. Yeah. In some and, cases. And yeah. the, and what it did is, is, and, you, and we'll, we'll post, we'll post the articles so that everyone can, can read into it. There's a couple of them, but it, it talks about, you know, the, the, the court basically said that they, there's this variable of reasonableness. Okay, yeah. Where if they're not getting a reasonable pension, then it can be adjusted, which is highly speculative and very subjective. Well, that, that's and what, not, what's it doesn't reasonable. make any sense. And that's yeah. yeah, what's reasonable. It's all a subjective. Well, what's reasonable if if we're not making money and we can't pay you, we're not going to pay you. That's basically what re, that's what reasonable. That's reasonable means from that. from where they're standing. Absolutely. Yeah. So they so looking at a pension, you know, a pension is an is an obligation. It's a contract. Okay, and so it you is. look at Detroit, you look at uh, San Bernardino, they, they bankrupted because they couldn't fulfill their obligations. It was the way of the pensions. Yeah, so if somebody yeah. stopped making a pension Major payment, factor. right, they can be sued. And when one person sues, everybody can sue. Yeah, you're, okay? it's class action it's an, at that point. It's an, obli- yeah. it's an obligation. So in order to get out of that obligation, you have to bankrupt. Okay. So right now you have a lot of pension programs and you can go, I mean, all this is public information. You can go and see where pensions are from mm-hmm. a profitability standpoint. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think CalPERS, which is the uh, Cal, uh, California pension, uh, I have a retirement system, the California public official pension retirement system or something like that. Retirement system. Yeah. So they, right now they're like a hundred, over $150 billion underwater. So what oh that my means, gosh. so what that means is, they, you know, they have a deficit. They have a, they have a debt, and that's a book debt. But they, right now, they are paying out more than they are bringing in. Now, how did they get to that that uh, that stage? Right, it, it's a couple of things. First, they lost money in investments. They didn't invest. They invested, 
you know, and a lot of mortgage-backed securities and risky, risky do investments. We, do we need to explain to people, I, for people who may not know, when you have a pension fund from a company, someone puts you, there's, there's an individual or a small board of individuals that are put in charge of that fund. And as people pay into their pension or whatever through their unions, mm-hmm. that money is then reinvested somewhere else. Yeah. And it better be invested wisely because if it doesn't, your pension goes away. Yeah. So for pension, like for public pensions, okay, there's, there may be con- contributions from the actual employee. Right. Uh, or it might just come directly from, you know, the actual entity the itself. The coffers of the entity. Yeah. Exactly. And, and that's all just taxes. They're, you're just, we're just getting taxed more to pay for that person's and retirement. And there's, there's probably a whole pie there where there's a percentage that comes from reallocation of investment. And then there's yeah. probably some that just comes directly from taxes, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So if you look at, yeah, if you look at these pensions, that's where the money essentially comes from. Then it goes into this bank account and then it's taken in invested. Right. But uh, the idea of a pension that you also have to factor in uh, mortality. Okay. So the mortality is, you know, because a pension works, you know, just easy. I don't want to get into the, the weeds here, but a pension works where, you know, you get paid until you die, essentially. Yeah. Okay. Some people die sooner. Some people die later. Yep. The trend has been people are living longer. So the mortality factors were not, were not put into the, the same equation. problem. You have a social, social security, same exact and problem. It actually works with social security, but yeah. looking at these, you know, looking at these pensions, they, you know, it's, they're losing money because their investments haven't done what they thought they were going to do, which means right. they've collected less. And also people are living longer than they anticipated, which means they have to pay out more. I think back when pensions were really big post-war, right after World War II, people were living until their, you know, mid 60s late 50s yeah. uh, on average you know there were there were always exceptions but now people are living well into their 80s mm-hmm. late 70s even into their 90s yep. and and beyond uh which nobody saw yep. but with the advances in healthcare, etc people are sticking around yep. so people so i think the pension idea it's like pensions are it's one of those things where people think it's a certainty and it's not mm. right and looking at the precedent that's being set right now with with this this municipality because I don't credit to Calpers, okay. Calpers is you know looking at you know California this specific municipality that was defaulting. Yeah, they broke away from Calpers. Okay. Oh, they did. Yeah, See, yeah. I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah. So one. Of, so to give credit to give credit there, but it doesn't remove the fact that Calpers in like a heap of heap of trouble. Well, but they have been for years yeah. too. And there's a whole like pension insurance fund where you know there's an insurance there, but. It's like it's like Social Security, right? You you have hardly any assets that are back, or not Social Security, but FDIC. Uh-huh. FDIC is Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, which backs deposits, mm-hmm. but you know they don't have hardly any money compared to the amount of deposits they're insuring. N- no, right. In fact, so it's the same well, thing. Do with you the know a percentage? I, I heard a percentage somewhere, but I didn't know if it was. I've, I I don't know what it is. I heard it was something hand. as low as like twelve yeah. percent, but who knows? So it, so it's one of those things where you know there is some uh, secondary insurance to defaulted pensions. But at the same time, you know, this this ruling, this court decision can be used as precedent, right, for other other cases. So well, it's, it's hear, interesting I, how they how they did it. They didn't default on it, but they issued a well, if it's not reasonable, then we don't have to. So we're cutting back on pay it. as much. So they're they're kind of half pregnant, for mm-hmm. lack of a better term. You know, you, you the argument is, well, you, you're either defaulting on the pension or you're not. Yep. You're either pregnant or you're not. Yep. That's kind of the analogy that everybody's drawing yep. with this. But so where there's um, and it's the whole it, where there's smoke, there's fire. Right now, this is smoke because it's just like this little municipality. And yeah. and will is there a huge blaze? I, I mean, I've looked at. We've talked about it on the podcast for for years, but. 
is it going to happen? Who, who knows? But looking at one happening, chances are others are going to happen because they're all in the same situation. Now, this so, is like a little dinky municipality, but you know, Cowper's is massive. It's like huge. it's huge, and so are some huge. of the other ones. Like New York's is huge. I mean, yeah, Massachusetts. I mean, Illinois, Florida. Chicago's is like in a heap of trouble, man. It's it's an, it's insane. Like where where pensions are at, but yet there are people that are not saving right now. Okay, they're not trying to go get better employment because they're betting their future on, on these the on these funds, right? Um, and and the, the, you know, there's from a layman uh, who is new, somewhat new to the finance industry, with an economics expert. Uh, I know that the 401k largely killed the pension from a from a corporate level. They said, "Well, mm-hmm. we're not doing pensions now. We're just going to mm-hmm. do 401ks now." Yeah. Uh, do you think, with all of this business that is anticipated coming back to the to the United States, are pensions going to be something that is just gone forever? Yeah, I mean, do you right think now, that, or is the yeah. 401k uh, going to be the second part of this problem? Because well, I see problems uh, with the 401k as well. For sure. Yeah. So I would. So I'll, I'll answer the fir- the first question, which is. Uh, money, money coming in and will there be more pensions? Or are they going away? Really, the only, the only places you can get a pension is, is government, really. The other pensions are for executives, right? So most okay. every major corporation has pensions, but they're for like their, their top echelon. Okay. Looking at where most pensions exist. Now, there's exceptions, of course, but by, by far, companies are not taking the risks associated with pensions. Okay. Cause a company, you know, they, they have, you know, essentially an obligation to somebody when they say they're going to pay them for the rest of their life. Yeah. And, you know, back in the day when pensions were prevalent, uh, it was easy because people only lived a couple of years. Now they could live 20, 25, 30 years into retirement. So oh, yeah. that type of gamble is no longer, it's no longer feasible. So pensions are going to go the way of the, uh, except for executives. Except for executives, executives. I mean, they're they get a lot of well, they, get even, a lot, they get a lot of money. I'm even seeing changes there too, where they're saying, "Well, we're going to either a give you an option, or we're just going to do this of mm-hmm. stock options or stocks in in lieu of pension." Yeah, yeah. The most recent um, one I looked at is was was one of HP. So HP, you know, I, I know we, one of our clients is an executive HP, and they they basically uh, they they have changed a lot over the years. Where there's pensions for the executives, but they've changed to like a a four one k or a profit sharing. So there's there's multiple things that they have. But from what I've seen, really the only pensions in uh, you know in the private sector are with you know are with executives. So oh, nice. So do you do pensions here? Yeah, we can use. Yeah, you can create your own private pension, but it's with an insurance company. It's not with a company, right? And so that's you're where, your own pension fund, basically. Yeah, and that's where you know you look at, you know, if it was me and I, and, you know, insurance companies, they're you know they have issues, they have inefficiencies. There's sure, but at the same time, they they have a proven track record of of mastering actuarial tables, right? And they understand you know all the risks involved with that. I mean, that's their. You, you that's could their argue game. they do it better than almost anybody. Wait, yeah, pensions pension funds don't. Do don't do that, right? They pension funds are. I mean, it's a huge business. I mean, if you look, if you look at just you know who's knocking on their door every day, that's why a lot of them got into major trouble with mortgage-backed securities, Mm -hmm. okay? Because they were AAA rated and no risk, but yet super high yield. So that's why a lot of pension funds would would invest there. Anyway, I'm not gonna get off in the weeds here, but you look at you know really where they found trouble is they tried to they tried to master an area that they were that they did not. Uh, have mastery in 
They had mastery in maybe in investments, but not in the whole actuarial science. That's that's insurance companies. So it really is kind of the best of times and the worst of times. Mm-hmm. We we have uh, the disruption has begun. You could argue that we've we've talked about this in well, the past five or six different episodes of the Wealth Standard that we've done. We've mm-hmm. talked about this disruption, yep. and and now you're starting to see it before Trump has even taken office. Yep. So I think you know you you you're, so the second part of your question was with with the four one k right and four one k it wasn't. It was, which is not offered at Paradigm Life, yeah. might I add. There's there's a whole bunch of reasons for this. Yeah, so you look at you know you you look at a 401k and it came on. The reason why it was attractive to companies is because the companies would basically remove their liability. Okay. Okay. So they basically gave an option. It's where on you. It's on the, it's on the employee. Yeah. Your employee. I have no arms length. I. You know, the, you're the one that's going to take the risk, not yep. me. And that's yep. where it was very, very attractive. Well, and I'm not going to find the weeds in there. It was attractive for, you know, Wall, oh, wow. Wall Street too, but yeah. really the, the purpose behind the 401k, uh, as far as how it got so big and became like the primary way in which, which companies offered retirement packages. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, it, you know, it was, uh, you know, it, it's a monstrosity because it's, it's also, it's, it, it's, they they prey on the same idea, right? If you look at a pension, pension is like you stay with the, you stay with this municipality or, or government, you know, government for your entire career, and you trust that they will pay you for the rest of your life, right? Right? You you make that bet. And in some uh, cases, it's scalable. When you get when you're there ten years, you get X amount. When you're there twenty years, you get X amount. Exactly. Et cetera, et cetera. Right. So it, it and you know for some it's going to work. I mean, some pensions are going to work. But you look at you know really the gamble, and it's like they they are making a bet. And I, it's a, relatively speaking, it's a conservative bet. When when you have a four one k, you're making the same type of gamble. You're trusting that this Wall Street firm, this bank, this money manager... This unseen entity that you give money to. Exactly. Is yeah. going to essentially grow it so that you can retire one day. You're making the same gamble. Mm-hmm. Way worse gamble, obviously. It is. Yeah, and that's and that's where it's just... It, it boggles my mind. But I think that's just human behavior, right? Humans get into this, you know, this zone of habit, and they just do things because... Not because they rationally understand what they're doing. They do it because it's always been done. They do it because everybody else is doing well, it. Well, and the way I look at it, too... It's uh, running your life is a lot like running a company. When you're the CEO of a company, as you know, mm-hmm. it is inevitable that you're going to have a lot of blind spots that you just don't have the training, uh, oh, nor yeah. should you, to, yep. to, to, to foresee, to worry about. Exactly. So you bring in other people that can fill those blind spots for you. Well, that's the 401k. Yeah. I have to work. I have to raise my kids. I have to get to dance lessons. I have to do everything. So I'm just going to put my money here because it's a blind spot and someone will take care of it. Exactly. And the, and. The gamble is this guy is a professional. They know what they're doing. They, they do it all day, every they day. They use words that I don't understand, but they sound cool. Right. You know, it's one of those, yeah, it's, it's one of those relationships, but it hasn't worked. And, and, but people are still convinced that that's the way, that's the way to go. And, you know, my, my thing is you, know, you look at today and the markets have been, in, been hitting high and high and high and high. Right. So now it's this like short term memory that's created this euphoria in a person's mind. Right. Which that, happens. Hey, this is amazing. Time. I'm getting wealthy. But, you know, you go back to like, you know, 2009. Right. And that you remember was what it was like before that. Boy, yeah, I 2007 thousand dollar cars. It was yeah, crazy. 2007. People were saying the same thing. Right. Yeah. But then they were singing a different tune in 2009. So it's it's one of those things where the, where the cyclical thing corrects the, the market. That's when, you know, we'll, who know, hopefully people will learn a lesson. But. 
I, you know, I bet they won't. They'll just continue to, unless, less, you know, their, their life is really disrupted. The lesson's not going to be, not so going to be So young people listening to the Wall Standard podcast now should never bank on social security. Mm. You should never bank on a pension and you shouldn't bank on a 401k. Yeah. There are a lot of other strategies. There's a yeah. lot of other ways to protect your wealth and to yep. grow your wealth outside of those three monsters. Yeah. And I think I it's, think. you know, because the thing is, you, you know, you're, with social security, I mean, you're all it's a it's a relationship of trust, right? Sure. And you look at human beings, we're all fallible. We all screw up, right? And so in the end, it's really okay. What is you know what is the conservative nature of where I am putting my money? But what we always try to do is first off, we use really conservative uh, you know instruments, uh, financial vehicles. But our emphasis isn't necessarily on making a better return. Our emphasis is. Make more money. Try to make more money. Create more value. Figure out a way in which you can bring more in, and that is really where you have the control. Okay, you you don't you don't even really have influence over how much money you make in markets. And you, now you can get you some have, education, and you can you know understand markets and trading. And I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about more of the passive investor. Right. Okay. If you're a passive investor, right, you. I don't know. It's just you're you're making you're making a gamble. You're throwing your money to the four winds, and you and can't even knows. influence it, right? You can't control that. So what you can control is your is yourself. So the idea is, you know, really, it's it's the same old story. If you've listened to us for a while, this is not like what we're talking about is is new. No, okay? like this strategy is. But now there's evidence. Now there's some more evidence, right? That. You know, thing, things are going to get disrupted and where people thought they had protection, whether it's social security or whether it's a pension or whether it's their 401k, you know, it's, there's so many different signs that, that it's not going to turn out how most people are, are thinking. So, oh, well, yeah. And, and, uh, um, you, well, you know, to bring it, to bring it all the way back around, I'm really, really excited to see and interested to, to almost be a fly on the wall and sit back and watch and see what happens to mm-hmm. the American economy. Once some of these changes take place with the new jobs and with the uh, auto workers uh, almost doing a 180 and going from one candidate to the other because yeah. he's he's protecting people in a way that they are, uh, you know, approving of. Uh, but I'm really interested to see what this does to the price of these cars and yeah. to common goods that we use every single day. What's going to happen to the, you know, mom and pop America? Uh, as we move forward. Yeah, it's, you know, it's just, it's a, it's a fascinating time because, you know, I can make, because of what I'm about to say, and I'm going to make one guarantee. The guarantee is it's not going to be how you think. It's not going to be how I think. It's not going to be how anybody else thinks. It's always, the future is always going to be different than anybody anticipates, right? Sure. And that's just the the nature of things. But what I would say is that there are certain principles that have always worked and always will work. And they all have to really do with you, what you know, what you, you know, your knowledge, your skills, and your ability to create value for others. That's that's really what you should bet all the chips on. Anything else is just a gamble. That was almost guru-esque, Patrick. Can I? Well, I probably didn't. Uh, yeah, I... Yeah, all my guru, really all true, my though. guru-esque has, have come from guru, you know, other gurus. Other gurus. <laughs> yeah, well, it really is true. It, it's... Uh, it's, uh, the, the less you can rely on other people, the more you can rely on yourself, the safer you're going to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. But in, in the end, it's like, it, it's just, you know, right now is, like I said, it's a, it's an amazing time to see what's going on because there's all sorts of signs that, you know, technology is going to make things insanely cheap, 
right? There are signs that there's going to be higher taxes. There are signs there's going to be lower taxes. So it's, there's, there's signs there's going to be default on social security, default on, um, you know, other government obligations, whether it's Do, treasuries or bonds. Can I stop you there really quick? Cause, you yeah. know, again, I don't want to get too sidetracked here. And I don't even know how much time we have left, but, uh, I've been we hearing have all the time in the world. We don't have That's like, right. we don't what have do some do? like person in our ear saying, Chunga, get off the get off the mic. No, it's just, the it's mic. just Lee back you know, there playing hook. soccer on his phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he's doing. Uh, okay, so the the question I have for you, I've been hearing since I remember the first time I heard it was about the time I got my social security card. When I started my first job, mm-hmm. you know, you have to go get your social your social security card, and mm-hmm. I I was told by so many people, my grandpa, my dad, uh, this is not going to be around. This is not going to be available to you when when you're eligible for mm-hmm. it. So so plan on other things. Uh, I've heard this more or less my entire life, but it's still there. Do you think Social Security really is going to implode, or do you think it will always be there? Because I'm now mm. starting to flip flop to where I'm starting to think, no, it's it's always some variant of it is always going to be there, and we don't know, right? It's all conjecture. Whatever whatever I say isn't it, it it's just, not going to be what you think. Yeah, and so I w- I would say though, you know, you have to look at what Social Security was created for, right, yeah. and what it is today. Right. It was back then, like it was only created for like the lowest, lowest, lowest part of the the demographic. Yeah. People who didn't have pensions, didn't have retirement. Exactly. Now it's for everybody. Yeah. Okay. And back then people only lived a couple of years, you know, past 62, but the age hasn't changed, but yet life expectancies have all gone up. Way up. Yeah. And so you look at what's been paid in and you look at what the government has done with that. They've just exchanged the money, right, for a security, a treasury. Uh-huh. Right, and it's a non-marketable one, which I won't get into right now. Which yeah, is one, isn't one you can you know buy and sell. Sure, but at the same time, you know, it's all backed by treasury. It's all backed by bonds. The government just takes that money, spends it, just in like a pension. Yeah, so it's it's, and you look at the amount of money that's coming in versus going out, and you look at, and they've calculated, you know, the the if you were to like if a business had the obligation that a pension does, it's like it's trillions of dollars. Right. Yeah, as far as right. what is going to be, you know, in, in debt to people. Yeah. So it's, it's just, it doesn't make any sense. It's like you're taking in less money paying than what you're paying out and you're supplementing that with debt. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. No, it's, right? it, it sounds so, like, uh, it's well, not for long like, at least. Yeah, exactly. So that's, so that's one of the things where social security, is it going to exist? I mean, if I were, if I were to, to be with a gun at my head forced to like say what's going to happen, I think, you know, they're going to have like a, uh, uh, they'll, they'll lower the they'll cap. They'll cut it back lower by sixty percent. Like yep. and California, if and if your you know adjusted gross income is above a certain amount, you won't get anything. You paid into it, you're not gonna get yeah. it though. So I would say those are likely to be. That's likely to be the case. But they're also, I would say, you know, they will probably they won't call it a default, but they'll call it like a restructure. They'll do something like you know California. Maybe they'll feed off them, which is you know w- reasonable. So we're gonna give you a reasonable amount of money. They'll probably say something like that. Oh yeah, well, I, you know, for the longest time, I just, I just was very anti-social security. In fact, I would try, I would set this little personal goal every single year to see how fast I could max out my social security contribution, mm-hmm. and then match that into private investments, mm-hmm. you know, throughout the rest of the year, so That's that right. I could save more wisely. Yep. Uh, but they would change it every year too, yep. and and I thought, yeah. wow, that was the kind of the first indication that it was really scary that they had the power and the authority to just do whatever they wanted. Oh yeah, and it's. And it's crazy. Most people don't realize it's like, yeah, you pay seven point, you know, six four or six five percent. It's it's you know it's it's uh, Medicare and also yeah, um, you know, also your your Social Security, yeah. But your employer pays the same thing, yeah. same thing. They match it. 
Right. Right. So I, I, mean, I remember I, I, when we switched like banks a few years ago, it was, it was like I got, it was insane. I was like, I missed like a payroll payment because the payroll didn't take take it out. The new payroll system. Right. And like I had like bank accounts garnish. I had just, what? Just ex- one? Just, you missed. You missed, missed one. I missed one. It was insane. Oh, you're kidding. It was insane. So it's like they need the money. Apparently, if they're oh, like, that's a story. That's, like, a, that's John, an entirely. It's podcast. amazing. It's like if they could do everything else that fast, we'd have a totally different government. Oh, no <laughs> kidding. Yeah, absolutely. I would love to hear that story. Actually, <laughs> oh geez. But anyway, I think you know the point. The point today is just you know this is just it, it's a disruption. We're going to keep on top of it. That's what we're going to do. You know, for for this this year, I just want to stay on top of news, yeah. stay on top of what's going on with Trump, and staying on what you know what influence he's having. It's going to be a cool. Well, there's going to be there's going to be like endless endless content for this year. Yeah, and we're, we we are in the process of rebranding the Wealth Standard Podcast. We're going to turn it into the Wealth Standard Financial Network. We have mm-hmm. new shows coming online. Mm-hmm. We have a great new show called Strange Money, which is mm, going to yep. be on the Wealth Standard. Yep. Uh, we have a couple more in development that we're working on, and uh, the interactivity is going to go way way up. So yep. we would like to encourage. Everybody, if you're watching this on YouTube or Facebook Live, or if you're just catching this through iTunes, uh, go bookmark thewealthstandard.com because we're going to have surveys and polls and contests and all kinds of cool stuff. It's going to be a really great destination for you in 2017. Awesome. awesome. Great way to waste time at work. Yeah. Great way. You'll learn to be more productive. That's right. You'll be inspired. See? All right. All right, everyone. Thanks, uh, thanks for listening this week, and we'll, we'll talk to you next week. You've been listening to the Wealth Standard Podcast, the gold standard in all things financial.